This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys here, proud sponsor of the Universal After Dark podcast. How would you like to be among some of the first guests to stay at Universal's new property, the Aventura Hotel? Aventura opens this August and is another great option to consider when staying at Universal. You can get early entry benefits, transportation to and from all the parks, and have views of any of the three parks. At the end of a long day, have a drink in style on the new rooftop bar. Book a four-night stay with me to get 20% off your stay with rates as low as $116 per night along with a $50 food and drink credit. You must book by June 15th and travel dates are August 16th through December 20th. Mention this ad to stack your savings and get $25 off your deposit. Find me at WPMagicJourneys.com or any social media at WPMagicJourneys. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host as usual, Amanda, and I'm joined by some of my all-time favourite people tonight. Who's excited? Me, just me, I'm excited. So, I am joined by... The beautiful Luke. I'm excited. <laughs> well, that's good to know. That's good to know. And I have Paulie D. I'm beautiful on the inside. I know you are. It's been a long time <laughs> since we've been on a podcast together. I know. It's been ages too long. It has been. I've missed it. Fixing that now. Yes. And we've got a super, super special guest today. And that is Ash. Hello. I'm super excited as well. Yay! And yeah. as you might have heard, that's not girl Ash. No, that's boy Ash. Oh. Oh, plot twist. Plot twist. <laughs> it's not my sister. But I would liken you, Ash, to my brain twin. Definitely. 100%. So if you've ever thought to yourself, I really like Amanda and I think that she's really cool and everything, but I kind of wish that she was like, a muscular motorbike riding boy. <laughs> That's the answer to that. Thank you. I like that. Yeah, we'll yes. go with that for sure. That is what it is. So we basically like everything the same. So that's how I know this is going to be an interesting podcast episode. Definitely. Oh, yeah. So we will be joined later on by Nick. He'll just surprise us at some point, like he usually does, with some kind of witty comment yeah. or tell me that I'm wrong or... <laughs> Space Mountain's better than Magic Kingdom Space Mountain or some kind of crap like that. But we'll start the show like we always do with what we're drinking. And Ash, as our guest of honour, what are you drinking? 
Well, after you said about being muscular, I was going to have a protein shake. But as you know, I've been burning the candle at both ends recently. So I'm actually on the Red Bull tonight. So here we go. There's my Red Bull. I get you are going to be awake all night. (laughs) But I've had a heavy weekend, so I need it. Are you spiking it with anything? No, I'm not, actually. I'm going to be good. Oh, wow. You know what? I don't like Red Bull. I don't like any kind of energy drink. Red Bull tastes better with vodka. It genuinely does. Like, you know that I don't talk about spirits. Oh, yeah, we won't go there. <laughs> I don't go with the spirits. But I'm just not an energy drink kind of person. It's too sugary for me. And I feel like, because I'm child-sized, one <laughs> energy drink makes me mental. Now they ask for ID for them over here, you'll, you'd be screwed anyway. You know, I literally got ID'd the other day. Me and Ash, got, girl Ash, got ID'd in Tesco for Jack Daniel's sauce. like what (laughs) and the guy was like just a weedy little like nerdy tesco checkout guy and he's like i'm really sorry but i need to take your id and i was like do you think we're gonna get wasted off this sauce (laughs) that sounds like a challenge i think we should try it should we all try and get wasted on jack daniel's sauce one how much jack daniel's sauce will it take to get (laughs) yeah what's the percent proof on jack daniel's sauce challenge accepted (laughs) Okay, Polly D, what are you drinking? Uh, I'm pretty boring, and by boring, I don't mean uh, H2O type boring. I've got, I'm using up some uh, Bud, just World Cup Bud. So, cheers. Why are you acting like that's boring? <laughs> well, we used to, do, we used to, we used to like come up with fine different drinks, and it's been a while since I found anything new. So that's why it just feels a bit ordinary. Maybe ordinary instead of boring. Are you trying to ruin my sponsorship deal? No, no, not at all. I feel like, yeah. Okay, Luke, what are you drinking? I'm drinking uh, a watered-down Dunkin' cold brew. Dunkin' Dunk? And it's very Dunkin' Dink. How did you know that? (laughs) I just flipped it around and made my own spin on it now. (laughs) Okay, I am drinking. They're not boring. Beautifully inspiring Budweiser. Mm-hmm. Please give me that sponsorship deal still. You'll definitely get that deal. I better. Soon. You know what? I went out of my way today to try and find those like metallic bottles mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Well, it was like one pound for each bottle of it. Yeah. And I was like, that seems a bit excessive because it's not the World Cup anymore, really. So how can you still be charging that kind of money for one? How much is a bottle of Jack Daniel's sauce? <laughs> I mean, I think it was like on par, on par. <laughs> but one will definitely get me drunk quicker. <laughs> but it reminds me of Halloween Horror Nights having it in a in a little metal bottle. What Jack Daniel sauce? Well, <laughs> that comes in a fancy glass bottle. <laughs> I've had, I've actually thrown out my blinky cup today because it went a bit gross and the lights didn't work, and I was like, I think I just need to retire it, so I'm a bit upset. Wait, a Budweiser one or Halloween Horror Nights? No, 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 Halloween Horror Nights. A Halloween Horror Nights one? Yeah. You threw it out? I'll put it in the dishwasher and it, they, they don't fail. Oh, yeah. You know, Josh did that to my one from, I think I think it was my chance one that he did that to. And I was like, well, you're getting divorced. Real smooth. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's I'm fine. At- I went to Trader Sam's when I, was in, um, when I was in Orlando a couple of weeks ago. So I got a couple of cool new cups. So it's fine. Did you? Yeah. You know, 
because I don't like spirits, but well, I do like spirits, so spirits don't like me. I um, I've only ever tried the spiky pineapple from the terrace okay. outside. Okay. And that doesn't come in a fancy glass. Um, without going off on a tangent about Trader Sam's, I know this is a universal one, but um, they will sell you the glass, but they can't sell you the glass without charging you for the drink. So I wanted a second glass, but I didn't want a second drink. So I wanted to bring one back um, for this girl over here. And um, basically, they were like, well, you, you need to buy the drink, but we don't have to pour it for you. But I was just like, well, why would I do that? So I thought it was a bit crazy. Why can't you just buy the glass? You know, they did that to me with the one, the Blinky Cup from Halloween Horror Nights from this year. Well, last year. Because I had the chance one and I really, really didn't like it. I think, honestly, as much as I want these Blinky Cups, I don't want the crappy cocktails that they put in them. And I was like, I've had way too much beer today. And I also do not want a, a shitty cocktail. I just really <laughs> want the blinky cup. And they're like, well, we're going to have to put the cocktail or a beer in a blinky cup. And I was like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> so I had to get it and then pour it out. <laughs> and I was like, this is a low point in my life. Wait, wait so you mean what you usually do with your drinks? <laughs> no, I usually Ooh. give them to Ash, but Ash <laughs> I had nobody to give them to. <laughs> I had Zach. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. my beer for me, but the rest of the time I had to just throw it out. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. That's Halloween Horror Nights lying about the queue, saying that it's 45 <laughs> really it's 10. And I can't drink a beer when I've already had four or five. I know. I, I had to neck a pint because I, I paid like $10 for this for this pint in the queue for Hive last year. And um, literally, I thought the queue was going to be about 40 minutes. And it was, like you said, it was about 10. And then I got there and I was like, I'm not throwing this away. So I necked it and then I... <laughs> I did the loudest burp in front of like hundreds of people. I mean, as tomboyish as I am, I feel like <laughs> if I did that, people would just be like, nope, not watching her anymore. We are done. <laughs> the illusion is ruined. We're not going to send her weird messages anymore. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should do it if it's, if it's going to stop the weird messages. I mean, maybe I should. Here I've had go. all kinds of like things that I should do to stop them in this week, all kinds of ideas. And I'm like, I'm liking these. I'm going to start doing all of them. But anyway, <laughs> you be careful. You might get a I, whole new type of weird message. <laughs> that's, that is it. That's exactly what I said to Josh. I was like, I, need, I don't want to be going down that route because like, yeah. the internet's already a weird place. However... This isn't Amanda's Weird Messages After Dark, as entertaining as that would be. This is Universal After Dark. And the whole reason that we've got our super special guest, Ash, on today is because both Ash and Luke went to see Cinematic Celebration, which is the new Nighttime Lagoon show at Universal in the last few weeks. However, Ash was there when they were doing the softies or the technical rehearsals. And then, Luke, did you go on opening night or a couple of days after opening night? I think I did go on opening night. Or, no, a couple of days after. Sorry. Okay. So they both have really different experiences to talk about. Mm-hmm. And hearing what both of them have said, I know this is going to be an interesting conversation already. <laughs> so before we get into that, though, Ash. Can you just tell everyone that doesn't know you a little bit about your experiences at Universal? Like, I already know that you've been going for as long as I have. Yeah. But not everybody does. 
so when you said about me being me and you being very similar, it, it, we're very similar on our whole, you know, Florida, Orlando um, history as well. So I've been going since 1992. I have been every year apart from one year. There was no, there's no story why I didn't go that year. I just didn't go one year. Um, well, but I, mean, the, I was expecting like, no. uh, like something really like interesting and juicy. No, 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 nothing at all. There was, <laughs> there was one year for some reason I didn't go when I was a kid. I think my parents probably just couldn't afford it which is totally understandable now I'm a grown-up and have to pay for it myself um but yeah I've been, there's been a couple of years where I've gone twice um I'm definitely lean more towards Universal and Disney in terms of what I'm a fan of um I just absolutely love it and I'm going twice this year as well so I went I went a few weeks ago and I'm going again in September so yeah I'm super super excited um so it's really cool to have you as like a buddy because Sometimes when we talk about things that have gone and people don't remember, you're always the one that I know. I'll speak to Amanda because she'll remember that. So, yeah. Yes. And if you ever remember the episode where I felt like I was going loopy because I knew that there was spaceships in E.T., Ash is the one that confirmed that I wasn't actually crazy. There 100% were spaceships in E.T. And the annoying thing is, since you pointed it out I didn't realize that they'd gone and now they've gone and I can't find anything on them it's driving me nuts as well um I've got like DVDs of every year like we went and my dad my dad got all the old camcorder footage put onto DVDs a couple of years ago and I've been trying to go through it because he literally filmed everything bless him so yeah but I can't find anything at all but I can vouch for you they did exist Yes, but I feel like why have they? Why are they trying to Mandela affect us? <laughs> I don't know. It's Honestly. a bit like the forest the tour thing. They seem to be Mandela Mandela affecting us for that as well. Like when I was there a few weeks ago, I asked somebody, and she just looked at me like I just you know weed on the floor or something. Like she was just <laughs> like, "What are you talking about?" It baffles me, and I've I've been through all my videos too, and I'm like, it's too friggin' dark. And why does my dad stop recording every time he gets to the loading bay? Like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah, you get past Botanicus, and the and the uh, camcorder goes off. Yeah, he's like, this isn't interesting. <laughs> Amanda won't need this in like 20 years time. It's fine. I'll just stop recording now. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know if this helps as well, but I kind I work for a company. I've got to go careful what I say now because I have to sign a lot of non-disclosure agreements, but um, who work very closely with Universal and Disney, but it's in terms of like licensing and films and stuff. So I do get told a little bit about parks if it's related to a film sometimes, but um, I get a lot of information and get to see lots of bits of movies that are upcoming, which I know I've, I've spoke to you about, Amanda. So sometimes that helps because the two are kind of linked as well, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to start off crying again. <laughs> oh no I did start you off the other day didn't I you did my heart was broken the baby was looking at me like I was insane and I was like oh my god Mowgli do you want, do you want me to explain that yeah explain it go ahead okay so a few weeks ago I was on a Disney summit and I got to see the opening 10 minutes of the new Lion King film and um I probably can't say much other than it's gonna be amazing uh I'm a 35 year old man and I was nearly in tears watching it so um when I told Amanda about it I said if you know if you like it if you like the Jungle Book um that John Favreau did then you'll love The Lion King and she was like I've not I've not seen The Jungle Book and I said you need to go watch The Jungle Book so she did on the weekend and then messaged me saying what have you done to me because now I'm a blubbering mess on the sofa I literally was, I've never, like, I get emotional about animals in films anyway. Like, if I know that animals are in films, I'm always like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this, really, because I know that I'm going to cry. 
And I was like, well, I mean, it's the Jungle Book, so what's the worst that can happen? I've seen the animated one. It's not all that bad. I'm going to be fine. I cried in the middle of it. I cried at the end of it. And I was like, Ash, <laughs> my heart is broken. <laughs> I'm supposed to be going to a party and I've got mascara all over my face. Everyone's going to think I'm a mess. It's going to be a bad time. But if you haven't seen the Jungle Book, go and watch it. Because, I mean, I'm just an emotional person. Yeah. Like, is, that the, is that the live action one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It's a live action because it's not. So I got to see a little bit of how they're making The Lion King and it's really weird. It's it's not live action at all. Like everything is internal. It's, it's basically all photorealistic CGI, but they do have real cameras for the camera movements. It's weird. This is weird. I can't get my head around how it works. Well, I'm excited to see it, but also nervous. Anyway, back to Universal Stock. So... Ash, when did you go? This year? Yeah. Um, so I went on the 8th of July. Okay. And I went to Universal for the Cinematic Spectacular. What, what is it called? It's not Cinematic Spectacular. Cinematic Celebration. That's it. Um, Such a different on, name. I know. On Tuesday the 10th. Okay. So when you watched it. So basically, they have demolished half of my beloved central park area for this viewing area i know i'm sad (laughs) did you watch it from the viewing area or did you watch it from somewhere else in the park no i watched it from somewhere else in the park and from what i'm about to say um even though it's your beloved central park i think it might be a good thing if they've demolished half of it for a viewing area because i was under the impression that I'd heard from not your guys but other podcasts and stuff online that you got a brilliant view of this show from anywhere around the lagoon. I watched it from is it uh Richterberger from the back of Richterberger? Yeah. That's another that's another of our favourite spots, but I mean not the best spot to watch cinematic celebration. No, and it please anybody listening, do not watch it from the back of Richterberger because I didn't enjoy it very much. Okay, so granted that at the time that you watched it, it wasn't softies, mm-hmm. so they didn't have the lasers in full <clears throat> Did they have the lasers at all when you watched it? I don't remember seeing any lasers, but what also didn't happen, what also didn't help, other than the fact that it was in softies, is it rained so hard that night. So I got in my spot for about nine o'clock, because I think it starts about 9.30, I think it started about 9.30, and literally from nine o'clock till till nine thirty it I've never I haven't seen rain like that for years in Florida. So yeah, I don't think that helped. So I got no lasers and I got okay. no pyro. So all I got was colour colourful fountains, which are very pretty, and then um projections on water screens, which I couldn't see because I was on the side. Okay. So that also will mean that you couldn't that you couldn't see the projections on the buildings behind no. the fountains because oh. you were stood in front of them. That's right. They were projecting onto you. It was only when I was walking back that I noticed that there were projections on the buildings. And I was like, oh, right, okay, so I've missed that as well. Uh. But all fountains looked really good. But it does seem to me like it's kind of Universal's world of colour. And I'm actually not a huge fan of World of Colour either, but I'm weird because I love Fantasmic and everyone seems to hate Fantasmic. Like, Fantasmic makes me cry, so. I mean, I like Fantasmic, 
but I feel like it's been so rare in the last few years that I've been like, you know what, I'm going to stay at MGM for the whole entire day and then I'm going to stay for Fantasmic. Like, I don't actually think that I've seen Fantasmic for about six years. Really? Really? Wow. If you don't get a lump in your throat when Mickey says some imagination her, then you're dead inside. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'm just scarred. <laughs> from previously watching it and I'm like I know this is gonna make me cry so I'm not gonna watch it like I did with wishes and celebrate the magic I was like this makes me cry I'm not staying I'm gonna go tell me how to get drunk instead <laughs> to be fair that does sound good mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it does but so you see so didn't see the parry you didn't see the lasers no you were still on the opposite the side to me, for me, the best bit, and I don't know what Luke would get from this, but from where I was stood, the best bit for me was the trolls bit because I quite like the music and um, it was really colourful and the fountain seemed to work quite well with it. But other than that, I can't even really like, remember much of it because it was just not a good place for me to be stood watching it. So I'm gutted. I'm gutted. Well, that makes me sad, but it also makes me sad because when we're there again in September, Mm -hmm. I, well, right, I don't know this to be 100% truth, but judging from how cinematic spectacular was, that wasn't on during Halloween Horror Night season because the park would close earlier on non-Halloween Horror Nights nights. So it obviously closed early on Halloween Horror Nights nights, but it would also close at like six o'clock on like six, seven o'clock on non-Halloween Horror Nights nights. And that's not dark enough yeah. to do the kind of show like this. However, a few days ago, Mike Rome of WWE fame was like, well, why wouldn't it be? And I was like, well, because the park closes early. And he was like, no, I think it's still going to be on. And I was like, I think that you're lying. I don't, I don't know how it would be. I have no inside information, but I can't see it being on during Halloween Horror Nights for exactly the reasons you've just said. I mean, at six, seven o'clock, it is still it's still light and it is still hot. So I, not that the heat would make a difference, but, you know, it was still really light. So I can't see no. them doing it. I mean, I'd love to see them do it at Halloween Horror Nights, like do a special version of it for Halloween Horror Nights. And maybe that's something they've got planned. I don't know. They've done it before with cinematic spectacular type of things at Halloween Horror Nights when they used to have the big balls in the middle of the lagoon. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to do that this year or not, but I just I just feel like I'm 97% certain that's not going to be on on those other nights. And so I won't get to see it. Well, you won't get to see it in its full capacity this year unless you yeah. another random trip. Yeah. <laughs> I won't unless I win the lottery. And so it's going to be like next year by the time we get to see it again. So I'm, I'm sad about that. But Luke, you stood in Central Park. Yes. Was it raining? Uh, no, it okay, was not, so not during the show. The show was... At its full capacity then. Like you, you got it in all of its glory. So what did you think from where you were stood and everything that you saw? What did you think of it? I thought it was super, super good because just the whole vibe of it reminded me of a Disney World trip when I was younger, like staying late to see the shows. And I think it does remind me of World of, World of Color, but I haven't seen that in person. I've only seen that on uh, YouTube, so I can't really compare it, but I loved it. I've never seen anything like that. 
Okay, so I haven't watched this in full on YouTube because even though I'm not going to get to see it until potentially next year, I still kind of, I'm having that Kong thing again where and I kind of know what's going to happen and I've seen bits of it, but I don't want to spoil the whole thing for myself. So I've seen the E.T. bit because literally every man and his dog tagged me in the E.T. <laughs> bit. And I was like, well, I can't avoid this one now, can I? <laughs> But then I watched an interview with Mike Aiello and he was like, yes, we've added these super cool lasers and the lasers kind of like add an extra depth to like when the torches are shining in the ET bit. Did you get that? Yeah, it was, yeah, that's exactly like how the how the ride does the flashlights. That's exactly what it looked like. It was so cool. Okay, so then. I've also seen the Trolls bit, so I know exactly what you're talking about, Ash. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, even though that type of music's not my favourite kind of music, like, I can appreciate that it's a fun kind of music. I haven't seen yeah. anything to do with Trolls. Mm-hmm. You haven't? Well, I don't have a child. No, so I, through work, I got to see the Christmas special Trolls thing, and I was a bit like, oh, Trolls, like, no. Um, I I got to watch the Christmas special like before it came out and it was hilarious so maybe that could be my next film recommendation for you I've not seen I've not seen Trolls but the Christmas special was really good so I'm sure the film's good well I mean I'll try it but if I cry this time we're not friends anymore (laughs) (laughs) but I thought that that Trolls bit was really cute I thought it was really colourful and then after that I think it went into Minions and I saw a little bit of the Minions bit Mm mm-hmm um, but I also saw an interview with Mike where he was like, basically what this is, is, and it's not like cinematic spectacular, it was kind of an overview of all of Universal's like proudest achievements and highlights from the, the past hundred years of film with Universal. Whereas this is more of a, he called it like a kiss goodnight and like a summary of everything that you've experienced in the park during the day. Did either of you get that vibe? Definitely. Yeah, I would I would agree with that for sure. Okay. It, so is it what, back to the future bit? I don't remember there being one. And just no. The, no. It's just when Amanda yeah. was saying about, you know, it, it being a representation. Not not the parks anymore, because obviously the ride's no longer there, but um yeah, you know, their movie history. And I mean, I, there's I, a DeLorean and a train, so you kind of experience that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and occasionally yeah. docks out, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what what other things are are in it then that you would be like? I know there's a Harry Potter bit, I haven't seen it, mm-hmm. but what else is in it that's in the parks? Fast and Furious. Yeah. How? Like how? How? <laughs> it's like <laughs> headlights i don't know <laughs> like i know bits that josh says to me and it just kind of speaks at me about car stuff and i'm like oh that sounds cool <laughs> but how would you how would you incorporate fast and furious into a water fountain light show Hang on, Amanda, are you questioning how Fast and Furious got put into a water light show by for, from the company that decided to make a ride of it and put you on a bus? <laughs> okay, right, we're going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> tangent time. I know that Nick's not here yet, but Nick would appreciate this tangent. So, I 
me and Luke both went and did Fast and Furious on the very first softy day. We were like one of the first people to ride it on that day. And Ash, you asked me how it was, and I was like, I mean, it's not the worst thing in the whole entire world. It's not the best either. It's kind of a little bit weird. How did you feel about it? Mm-hmm. So I'd heard lots of negative things about it, which I was <laughs> I wasn't pleased with, but I was like, okay, my my expectation levels are low. So maybe there's a chance I'll actually enjoy this. I messaged you the second I got off of it, basically saying WTF. <laughs> I still have <laughs> no idea. I have no idea what happened. I have no idea what was going on. I it lasts about 30 seconds and I I'm just it I appreciate Kong a lot more now and I wasn't a massive fan of Kong before but now like Kong is like the haunted mansion compared to that (laughs) (laughs) I feel like when Luke when me and you got off it we were like well I mean that was that was a a thing (laughs) <laughs> yeah that was a that was, that a, was a ride <laughs> yeah the ride like, cool. party <laughs> yeah uh, like we'll see you at the after party uh <laughs> what after party honestly like i can and I, I don't know whether either of you two will agree with me on this but i feel like getting onto the bus is pretty cool and yeah. then the first maybe scene and a half are pretty cool like where you've got the actual set Mm-hmm. I thought they were interested and I was like oh I mean uh, like I know people have like said bad things about how it's going to be just like the tram tour and blah, 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 but maybe there's going to be real sets incorporated and I can I can appreciate a real set in anything because that's what I look at all the times so I'm like okay well that might not be the best however this bit's really really good and I can appreciate all the hard work that went into this bit the ride's poo but mm-hmm. the set's good but after that little bit at the beginning it's just all screen then and i've seen a lot of the fast and furious films but not enough to actually know what's going on all that i realized was wow that's gaston that's gaston (laughs) yeah um so with the fast and furious films i mean you kind of just switch your brain off and that's fine you can just you can just watch them and enjoy them that's what i do but even with this ride like I have no idea what was going on, but yeah, basically to to bring it back to to the the, the night show, yeah, you're, you're right with like the headlights and just cars on the on the on the projections and stuff like that. So yeah, that's basically what they do. So do they have like in the ride a gigantic Vin Diesel with a <laughs> semi gigantic helicopter? <laughs> oh yeah, he actually like jumps down just from the sky. Yeah, since he's so big, he could just jump like to space and then back down to Universal. Literally, that's all James said when we got off the ride. Was why was Vin Diesel the same size as that helicopter? And I was like, I don't know, he's friggin' giant. Hun- honey, I blew up Vin Diesel. <laughs> that was pretty much what it was like. So, okay, so we have Fast and Furious, we have Trolls, we have yeah. 80. What else do we have in? Jaws. Jaws. Was there Jaws? Is Jaws in it? I feel like Jaws is in it. I feel like you're getting uh, confused with Spectacular. There's Jurassic World. Did there is Jurassic World. There yeah. is Jurassic World. And Jurassic Park. Those are like the same little section. Uh, well, I was just going to say, how's the Jurassic World in there if you're not experiencing Jurassic World in the park except for meeting Bloom? Uh, they just kind of show scenes from the new movie. 
I didn't really see anything like crazy, but they did do like a little bit of a the the classic Jurassic Park, and then they moved into Jurassic World. I didn't see Jurassic World, the second one, but I did see uh, they had a what's it called a volcano blowing up from the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I also that. haven't seen Jurassic World because every single person... Well, I haven't seen it because I'm behind on films like as an umbrella of why I haven't seen it. But also, what's stopping me from like going out of my way to see it is everyone's like, well, I mean, it's an alright film, but it's really emotional. You're going to cry. And so I was telling the guy that does my tattoos the other day like why I haven't seen it, and he was like, oh, you'll definitely cry. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I'm not going to watch it. Great. Yeah, you'll cry for sure. Does Chris Pratt die? It better not. <laughs> like that will kill me. <laughs> it's one thing I love. It's Chris Pratt. Okay, so Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. What else is in there? Harry Potter. Yeah, yep. Harry Potter's in there. That scene was really cool too. At the end, they did uh, the fireworks, but they did all the fireworks in the colors of the houses, which I thought was quite cool. Well, I, I never got them, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't that's. <sighs> did you Yikes. get to see the? the hogwarts light show while you were there no so i wanted to but because i was by myself um i was doing single rider on everything and basically i'd done islands of adventure like three times and it was like six o'clock and i was like i can't drag this out any longer so i just went home and got drunk you're not <laughs> a true hardcore universal <laughs> i know <laughs> There's only so many times a 35-year-old man by himself can ride Cat in the Hat before security start asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking love Cat in the Hat. Paul, are you going to be at Universal before Horror Nights this year? No. No, I'm not going to get there until next, next Horror Nights. Okay, so then you'll be in the same boat as us about seeing it for right now. Yeah, that's right. God damn. Luke, if I mail you my camera. You're not getting it back. And will it be broken? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll record it and then I'll just, you know, send it back. Well, I mean, this sounds like an all right deal. You did record <laughs> the whole show, though, didn't you? On the GoPro. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but both of those videos, the quality is like, I don't know. 320 you know what just... i think it's because gopros in the in the night or oh, it, it just it just oh wait no i filmed that on my phone oh did you yeah and like i think something happened while like transferring the files that's why yeah someone even commented on the video too i noticed it they, they were like really really poor quality i'm not really sure why but hmm. but the so new, new one is normal quality so okay so, so did you see the previous version, the spectacular? I actually haven't seen that. I oh. never ever what? saw that. Yep. What? <laughs> I never. I, I saw wondered, the fireworks. Yeah, I just wondered how it compared to that because I wasn't that yeah. impressed by the spectacular. Yeah, that's what most that people great. I heard say. Yeah. You know, towards the end of it, like it was, it was rare that I ever got the chance to see spectacular mm. because obviously I wasn't on. In Halloween Horror season, that's when I go. But the times when I'd go earlier in the year as well, and I would get to see it, I loved that. Because obviously, I love the classic monsters, and I love the all kinds of universal horror, and so I love seeing bits of that in it. And I could tell that 
the creative team had put things that they really loved in it too and so I appreciated it for that but at the same time I could understand that an awful lot of people would be like well I mean I don't, I'm not gonna stay for this yeah I just thought it was a bit disappointing in terms of you know the actual experience itself it should have been a great idea I mean when you think about all the movies they've got you know it should have been fantastic but um it just the effects weren't that great really it was all a bit indistinct and the night I think we saw it twice and both nights we saw it was just a little bit breezy and that was enough to just wreck the the water projection effects mm. so I was hoping that this would be better and from what I've seen on YouTube it does look it does look a lot bigger in scale and a lot more you know kind of visually stunning it definitely is for sure even from from the my perspective where i saw it that came across definitely mm. i don't understand the obsession with putting things on water projections though because it's not a great thing to project anything on and like you said you get a bit of wind and then it just kind of ruins it so i don't under there must be a better way in 2018 surely but yeah. in diesel's forehead Exactly. It'll be big enough oh. in the size of years. I've just remembered a load of scenes we've missed from it, if that helps as well. Okay, shoot. There's definitely a How to Train a Dragon bit. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's interesting because a few Not episodes ago, we were talking about what we could put into Kids Zone because we're fairly convinced that Kids Zone is going to be replaced by DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. As much as other people feel like that. DreamWorks is going to go into a separate park. I don't think that. I don't think Chris thinks that either. I don't remember what Nick said, but well, I I'm here, so you can ask me now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh I tell you what, what, what wonderful timing that was. Talk I about know, your eavesdropping. <laughs> so I'm like, did guys. you? When I was saying about DreamWorks getting kids, so did you agree with me, or did you think in the other park? Uh, what to replace Shrek? No, to replace Kids Zone. Um, I think. I mean, I can't remember what I said yesterday, let alone a few shows back. But I would have thought I'd have said uh, Third Gate purely because, to me, there's too many big franchises to stick in such a small space. I think uh, you mean Fourth Gate. No, Volcano Bay don't count. Yeah. Oh, stop! <laughs> I'm I'm supporting you, Universal. I'm saying what you say. Yeah, hang, hang on, so what, you, so what, was Wet and Wild the third gate before Volcano Bay? <laughs> we don't talk about Wet and Wild on this podcast. It's a sore subject. Wet and Wild After Dark. That, I actually, do not Google that. That's something completely different. <laughs> yeah, just realise no. what I just said there. Also, don't send it, in case you feel the urge to, don't. <laughs> um, I would agree with Nick about the third fourth gate thing for dreamworks um i think if they put it in kids zone it will be wasted same as if they put nintendo in there it's not big enough so part of why i say that is because i know a bit about the new how to train dragon film and i think if universal want to do a pandora um slash flights of passage ripoff that's what they need to use Mm. Okay, I'm just going to put out there that I haven't seen How to Train Your Dragon either. What, no, no, any of them? No. Well, I didn't Good. even see more than one of them, so it's a definite note to that. There's a third one coming out next year, but the mm-hmm. first two are really good. I mean, they look cool, like that little, the little black dragon. Yeah, Toothless. Oh. 
It looks okay. like my kind of dragon. So, so, just, right, so this this will make or break whether you're like to pique your interest or not. The first How to Train Your Dragon is by the same people that made Lilo and Stitch. Oh, I do like Lilo and Stitch. Chris somebody. Yeah, Chris Sanders and yeah. I can't remember the other guy's name. But yeah, Chris Sanders, the one who had a massive fallout with uh, the non-bully that is John Lester. I also just have to say it for legal reasons. He's still employed by Disney at the moment, so I can't say he's. I'm not talking you know, about John Lester on this podcast either. <laughs> Let's star his name out. However, so they had House Ring a Dragon. Mm-hmm. There's else? a Kung Fu Panda. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Trolls. How do they do that? Trolls? Yeah, there's trolls. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do they do? Well, Luke, you, you would have seen the Kung Fu Panda a bit better than me. They, I'm trying to think. I know they did a lot of like, oh, Dragon Warrior, and then they had a little one-liners. Luke Kung is Fu not Panda nine, by the way, just to, just to let you know. Like when you say Luke knows this better, like Luke isn't nine, not anymore. <laughs> anyway, um... it's because he got he he watched the show from a better vantage point than me, not because ah right, okay. <laughs> he loved... I basically Nick, I I w- watched it in the worst possible area, um, so I kind of still haven't actually seen it really. You've seen it more than me and Amanda have. Yes, that's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I haven't seen Kung Fu Panda either. <sighs> Go watch those. Those are good. I love those movies. Really? I, wa- I watched every single one opening weekend in the theaters. <laughs> Is there more than one of that as well? There's three, I think there's yeah. Three, yeah. Oh, for God's sake, I'm so behind. <laughs> and also, the one thing that DreamWorks has been pretty good at is um, knocking out spin-offs quite quickly. So mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda had a spin-off series... Uh, Dragons is a spin-off from House Train Your Dragon. Um, the Boss Baby has a spin-off. Home has a spin-off. Trolls has a spin-off. Captain Underpants has a spin-off now. Uh, oh gosh. Mr. Body, uh, Peabody and Mr. Sherman has a spin-off. No one's watched the film or the cartoon series about that. Um, and if I didn't already mention, Trolls uh, has, has a spin-off as well. Still I don't know 90% of what you've just said. <laughs> I believe that might turn into a, more of a universal thing now that they own DreamWorks because I'm told that there's going to be a Jurassic um, World spin-off and what's the other one they're going to do? Fast and Furious TV shows. Uh, Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oof. There is, there is, actually, there is a Fast and Furious cartoon. Yeah. There yeah. is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With Vin Diesel in it. Well, I mean, it will be his likeness. I is don't Gaston know. in it? Is who not in it? Gaston. Um, no one spits alert. like him. <laughs> I challenge him to a spit off. Um, again, don't Google that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what, what they're going to do with, with, in terms of the casting. I mean, generally, I mean, because that's that's a universal property, not DreamWorks, isn't it? Um, Fast and Furious, but. Um, with the DreamWorks cartoons, they normally just use knockoff actors to do the yeah. the voices. They don't normally get the voice cast back. And you'd have thought, I mean, I mean, The Rock would probably do it just because when is The Rock not doing something? It seems like every day he's filming <laughs> something new, like literally. So um, he'd probably find someone to do it. But no, I think I, I imagine it will be their likenesses, but it will be people voicing them instead. Yeah. Weird. Okay, so what else was in there? Bizarre. Despicable yeah. Me. Was it Despicable Me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's Despicable Me Minions. I did like the dance parties at the end. That was very fun. I didn't. I didn't have a dance party at the end. 
Oh, we will have a dance party in September. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, speaking of Amanda, I was thinking, wouldn't they run the shows on Mondays and Tuesdays during Horror Nights? This is the they don't? Of, it's because the park closes early. Mm. What? And it's too mm. late. So, like, if you think about when we usually go to Horror Nights and we go to Stay and Scream and then it's late until, like, maybe oh, yeah, eight. until, like, eight, yeah. That's so it's true. like if the park closed at seven, it's too late for them to project anything. It's definitely too late for lasers and fireworks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. No. Unless they do a horror night show. Wink wink, no judge. <laughs> so Ash, what else was there? There's a sing bit in it briefly. I don't know why they decided to put what? that. Oh yeah. Um Oh yeah, they did the gorilla. I'm still standing. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> That was really good. I will, I will go on record and say that Sing's actually alright. Yeah, really? I will agree. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen that either. <gasps> it's okay, from the Craig. director of uh, Son of Rambo. <laughs> I haven't seen that. You've never seen Son of Rambo? No. Son of Rambo oh, is a top movie. Yeah. yeah. Mr. D knows. He knows. Yeah. Luke won't have seen it because I don't think it got released in America, but it's a cracky movie. Yeah. Oh. You definitely like it, Amanda. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm, okay, what else? And then, it's not a universal... Pro- well, I guess Harry Potter's not a universal property, either, but Transformers is in it as well. Oh, oh yeah. That... I mean, I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah, that was quite cool. Mm. That's interesting, because like you say, I mean, you know, Singles Illumination, so that makes sense. A DreamWorks property in it would make sense because they now own DreamWorks. Um, but Transformers... Is a paramount property, so yeah. that is a little odd. Especially, is it not supposed to be a universal cinematic celebration? Yeah, not mm-hmm. a universal attraction celebration. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Well, I mean, I know that you missed earlier, but I said about how Mike Ayello had done an interview, and he was like, basically, it's a summary of everything that you've like been doing in the park during the day. But Is then, that... to, to contradict that, there's there's no sing in the park, there's no Kung Fu Panda in the park, there's no dragons in the park. Actually... Maybe these are clues for things to come. Maybe. You can actually meet Kung Fu Panda at the entrance of Islands of Adventure. Okay. Yeah, and I've, I've, actually, seen, yeah. I've actually seen some dragons in the park as well. <laughs> for sure. I've just avoided What? <laughs> yeah, you they're, they're usually in the single rider line. <laughs> hey, single... Yeah, what are you going to say about Ash? <laughs> yeah, never mind. I, oh, trust me, I'm always in the single rider. Five minute compared to fifty minute. Come on. <laughs> I hate when we're together though, and you're like, "Well, oh, it's a single rider," and I'm like, "Why are you trying to hurt me?" <laughs> I finally have a ride buddy. Well, you did. Yeah, but for cues. I mean, I'd rather wait. Oh, that's, that's a bit extreme. That's a bit extreme. There's no need to say that to her. <laughs> oh, sorry, four cues. Right, sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Luke, you saw the lasers, you saw the fireworks, you saw the full projections. How were the projections on the buildings? How did that add to the experience? I I don't know. I think if they didn't have them, it wouldn't really make a difference. But Seeing them is cool. It does make a difference to them that they actually have it, but I didn't. I wasn't really looking at that as much as I was looking at the uh, fountains. But it adds for more atmosphere. Okay. I also heard that there's one fountain that is like crazy and goes super super high, like a hundred feet or something. Just in the middle. 
Mm-hmm. I think they have like a whole bunch of them that go up super high because it looked like all of them went. I don't know about a hundred. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't so tell. at the end, they all kind of go up like as high as they can. I think maybe the one in the middle is a bit higher, but not much. They can all go. Okay. Pretty, they can all go pretty high. Yeah, yeah, because at the end they do. They do like the sound they make. That's a really, really <laughs> good impression of a fountain. <laughs> Thank you. I've been practicing. <laughs> I thought so. So when when I was last there in April, we were watching them in the water, kind of putting all of the little um, bits together for the fountains. And it, looking at them doing it, I wasn't expecting it to be anything like what I've seen. Mm-hmm. Like. I don't understand how those little squares can produce so much fountain. (laughs) I just don't understand it. But, so what we're saying then is, don't stand on Richter sides. Only stand... 100% not. (laughs) Only stand in the beloved Central Park area. Actually... Sorry, go on. Okay, no, you go first, okay. If if you stand outside, like, the complete opposite side, so I think that's pretty much the exit or entrance of Fast and Furious, you would get a good view from there as well. So either side's fine, but don't don't watch it from... What, what's the smoking bit, like, you know, by Transformers? Don't watch it there and don't watch it from Richter's. No, like, no way, just don't bother. Okay, so how much of Central Park is gone? All of it. <laughs> really? We looked. That's like the first thing Ashton and I did. We walked to the park. We went over there, and it's all closed until they start filling in for the show. Wait, what? You can't even go in there during the day? Nope. They have little barriers up. That's where I get my shade and pale. For <laughs> now, at least. I don't know if they're gonna. Cause that when we went, they were just like the you know the those like metal bars that they just lined. They use them for the queues in a horror nights. You know what I'm talking about? The fences. Yeah. And they yeah, that's what they just put. The globe logo on them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they they just put those all around it. So I don't know if that's just like a temporary thing. I hope it is. But we did find a little patch of grass by, I don't know if I should say, it's really small. Can't give up a spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, keep it Bumblebee. Message okay. me. I'll live. Yeah, yeah. Bumblebee the Transformer. <laughs> I'll message you. What? <laughs> Now I'm going to have no safe spots. Crap. But I am gutted. I love Central Park so much. I know that it's just like a stupid little thing. And it's just like a little tiny part of the park and there's nothing in there. But I am very pale. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's hard for a little goth girl to, to be in such sunlight all day. So that was my little spot where I'd go away from everyone. And I'd have my little beer in the shade. And I wouldn't be burning. I could just sit there and chill during the day. Take a nap. Take a little nap. <laughs> check check Instagram. But now I don't have anywhere like that to go. Mm-mm. Other than Richter's, but... Or Jaws. I mean, that's, that's where I go same. to buy the beer. It's not like <laughs> oh, yeah. to end the beer. <laughs> Genuinely, where else is there shade? Where else could you go? Literally, I've got the smoking area. Nocturnal. That you were saying. Yeah, Nocturnal. I mean, I do love Nocturnal. Yeah, it's cool but in there. Then you have to go all the way through Diagon Alley. Yeah. Try and fight your way through the crowd. They're waiting for the dragon that's only just gone off, so it's not going to go off for ages. <laughs> and it just takes too long. But I don't think a 15 minute happening? refractory period for it to go off again is, is that long, actually. I think, you know, that's quite normal. 
I feel like it's a long time if you're waiting for it and you're like, where's this dragon not going off? What's happened? Have I broken it? <laughs> well, if it's a surprise attack, then it's not that long. <laughs> surprise attack? <laughs> a surprise dragon attack. Okay, so final thoughts on cinematic celebration, Luke first, because Luke watched it from the prime spot. I think it's cinematic spectacular. I mean, it's not. <laughs> Because it's cinematic celebration. <laughs> but I think it's spectacular. <laughs> no. Universal's okay. new word is epic. Is it? That's their new like, buzzword on everything. So Epic is universal. That's, that's big. Well, yeah. I'm going to get onto that in a second. But, Ash, final thoughts? Um, don't watch it from where I was stood. But... <laughs> I think the Phantoms are pretty cool, to be fair. I think I think I can tell they've done a good job. I can tell they've put effort into it, but it d- will depend massively on where you stand. Okay, okay. So, back to Epic. I'm just going to touch yes. on this a little bit. Oh, sorry, because... I just thought you meant me. Um, you said I mean, oh. <laughs> you're all right. <laughs> me out. But by Universal's Epic standards, I mean, we don't know what's coming, so I don't know what to compare it to. But, yeah, I don't really know an awful lot about blueprints. And me and Ash have been talking about this offline, too. Like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't know what these blueprints are. However, we got wind of some blueprints for potentially the third slash fourth park. But we also got wind of two names that Universal has copyrighted, which may or may not be for this new park. One of them was Universal's Epic Universe. I mean, that's a lot, a lot of universe in one sentence, really. Yeah. A lot of universal. <laughs> but they also copyrighted. So basically, when they copyrighted that, that, I think that was the second one that they copyrighted, actually. The first one was Fantastic Worlds. Yeah. So right. a lot of people, when they heard Fantastic Worlds, was like, Oh my god, Fantastic Beast! I haven't seen Fantastic Beast either. I'm just gonna lay that out there. God's sake, me, me neither. <laughs> Say for God's sake, Luke as well. <laughs> Don't say no. it. Nick, you hadn't seen The Shining until after you went to Halloween, or you can't judge me. Ah, look, you know I've not seen The Shining. Ash, no. Right, you don't look. The thing is, here's my thing. Here's my thing. Right, I don't feel I needed to see The Shining. Because the, the 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 really iconic bits are so ingrained in pop culture, where they've been parodied or shown in other things, that you could I went in that maze and had a great time and knew ninety percent of what was going on without having seen the film. I agree a hundred percent. I'm exactly the same as you. Fantastic beast, not a sausage, mate. Right. <laughs> I just, I just haven't ever had the urge to see it, so I just haven't seen it. How, how do you feel about the Potter films, though? I love Harry Potter. I mean, I, I honestly, like, Fantastic Beasts, I think, is very, very worthy to the franchise. Very worthy. Really looking forward well, to the sequel. I'm going to be real, real honest about Harry Potter here. When the book started coming out, my Ash loved Harry Potter. She loved all the books, and I was like, Harry Potter, lame. And then a few years later, I started getting a bit, bit more into it. And then when they announced that they were going to do 
Hogsmeade at Universal. I was like, well, I mean, maybe I'll give it another go. And then I absolutely loved Harry Potter and I love Harry Potter now. But I don't know what it is about Fantastic Beasts. I'm just like, maybe it's going to be the same kind of thing again where I'll take a few years to kind of come around to it. I don't know. But I, like many others, heard Fantastic Worlds was like Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. I thought it was pretty good, but I'm hoping that there isn't too much of Captain Jack Grindelwald in the uh, in the <laughs> second one. Well, I don't know who that is. It's Johnny Depp again. I mean, I'm not to... Johnny Depp's biggest fan right now, but me and no. have already discussed this. See, need the... to retire him. See, the thing is, my thing with Johnny Depp is if he's being directed, Johnny Depp has and has proved himself to be a good actor. But mm-hmm. what we got with Tim Burton was Johnny Depp knock yourself out and you would just get these completely ludicrous characters of characters or you know even with Pirates of the Caribbean you've got to remember right with those films Disney did not want him to do to, to play Jack Sparrow in the way that he did the fact that it worked was was potluck but because it worked so well that then were like right Johnny Depp you know add another one to that number turn it up a little mm-hmm. bit more and that's what we got. So it became a massive character by the end of those films. Mm-hmm. So I think when he's restrained, I actually think he can be a good actor. And he's, he, there are films where he's been a very good actor, but yeah, he's not. I disagree. He's not had that opportunity recently. So I really hope because um, is it David Yates making these? Yeah. Still? So yeah, I think so. Yeah, and he, he he's a guy who knows what he's doing. So I think I'd like to think we're going to see. Uh, acting Johnny Depp rather than cartoon Johnny Depp. I hope so. It's a long game since he's <laughs> been an acting Johnny Depp. I don't envy somebody having to direct Johnny Depp now. Johnny Depp's become Johnny Depp. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like I would like I loved Johnny Depp, like old Johnny Depp, but the older that he's getting and the more like I like Weird. I think Weird's cool, but I think he's just kind of turn into the wrong kind of weird. And like I say, I haven't seen Fantastic Beast. I don't know what he's like in that, so I can't judge him on it. But a lot of people just kind of jumped to the assumption that this was going to be Fantastic Beast. However, I looked a little bit more. I did some research into these copyrights. And what I found was that they'd copyrighted these two names, Fantastic Worlds and Universal's Epic Universe. And I also found I've actually worked really hard today to research this stuff. <laughs> I'm just saying. I deserve a pat on the back for it. <laughs> that usually when they'd copyright names, they'd copyright them with the same kind of overview of the copyright. But when they copyrighted these two, they were two kind of different descriptions. So Fantastic Worlds was copyrighted on the basis of a themed area or park and then Universal's Epic Universe had a slightly different kind of description to it which made it sound like that was going to be either the name of that they were going to rename the entire resort oh no this has got Universal Escape for it and all over. I know that's what I thought <laughs> I was like no we've already failed once before let's not try this again <laughs> But that's kind of the way that it sounds. And then that Fantastic Worlds would be 
the fourth park. But then other people were kind of thinking that Fantastic Worlds would, would be one section of the new park and then Epic Universe would be the name of that whole park. But it does really sound like Epic Universe is going to be the overall name of the whole resort. <laughs> and Fantastic Worlds will be the park. Okay. See, I like the name Fantastic Worlds for, for a fourth, third gate, whatever. But Epic, Epic Universe, did you say? Like, that just sounds too now. It doesn't sound timeless. Like, it sounds like to me in a few years' time, it'll, it'll sound really dated and cheesy, if that's what they call it. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm old and I'm down with the kids, but I don't I know. I mean, as the middle ground of age of this podcast, <laughs> I'm saying that I don't like the word epic. Yeah. I, I don't agree. think kids like the word epic. I don't think middles like me like the word epic. And I don't think anyone older than me likes the word epic either. And I feel like you're exactly right with the escape. Like, it's got that written all over it again. And I just don't think that's going to work. I like the way that Universal Orlando Resort is. You've got Universal Studios and you've got Ellen's Adventure and you've got Volcano Bay. There's nothing wrong with that. But then that kind of led into the blueprints from what I can decipher and from what people were trying desperately to explain was that these blueprints, if you if you search for these blueprints online, you'll find them. If you just search for Universal Blueprints July 2018 or something, that, I think that's basically all I searched. Um, you'll see a very confusing picture, unless you're an architect of some kind or you do things like this. But people were kind of saying that it looks like it's plans for a parking garage or it was uh-huh. what what was out dockside so the the other part of the new hotel where wet and wild was oh was summer night for, yeah endless summer summer. endless summer <laughs> that's it that's it <laughs> at sea world summer nights is yeah bush gardens so i'm gonna say no to that <laughs> well, some people say it could just be something to do with that, and then people say it could be things to do with water. I don't think it was anything really exciting, but the most exciting part was the two copyrights. Yeah, and you know everyone's still pretty confused about it, and I just don't want like. Also, people were saying that we were going to get a city walk, like extra version of city walk at the new location, which would be more in line with Disney Springs, like shopping. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we need that. I don't understand theme park obsession with shopping. Like, well, you know, like theme parks are full of bloody shops anyway. So why do you, you know the last thing I'd do is come out of like Disney World and think, oh, you know what, I need to go and buy some Crocs. Well, actually, that's a lie. That's probably something I would do. But you love um, Crocs. I do love Crocs unashamedly, but. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't even think, oh, I need to go shopping. I've spent the majority of my day going between rides and shops. Sometimes because you want to, and other times because you walk out into them. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand this need to do it. What I loved about um, Disney, uh, Downtown Disney, when that was a thing, was that it, it felt more varied. Like, there was shops there. I mean, it had the world's best Virgin Megastore, or certainly might be the world's best Virgin <laughs> Megastore. But it also had lots of restaurants. It had clubs. 
it had comedy clubs um you know they just, they just seemed to be more of an atmosphere it just wasn't just shops and the shops they did have you know were mainly disney so you could pick up stuff that maybe you thought twice about in the park now you've got essentially an outlet mall without the outlets stuck in disney springs yeah. Right, I'm going to put my girly spin on this. And it's not often that I pull out a girly kind of comment on the podcast. However, sometimes I just want to buy makeup that I can't buy in England without having to pay like £35 for shipping and then £20 for import duties. So a lot of the time I'll go to Disney Springs to go to Sephora because I don't want to go all the way to the mall. The more millennia. Yeah, because that's taking me away oh. from the theme parks. And what Universal and what Disney want to do is keep me inside those theme park bubbles. If Universal had a makeup kind of shop, even if it wasn't Sephora, it was something that I just couldn't get in England, like an Ulta or something like that that I couldn't easily access, I would rather go there than go to the mall or go to Disney Springs to get it. So I understand what they're doing. And then in regards to... The, the nightlife stuff like Ash you've, you've been to a lot of the the nightclubs and stuff in City Walk yeah that's what I have and I desperately want to go to Rise and Star because I want to get my karaoke on <laughs> would like, you do it? 100% I'd do it I'm What's a terrible that? singer I'm, I don't know I feel like I'd do like I don't know like share a meatloaf oh you would do you would do an 80s power ballad a hundred percent words. Yeah, you love "Lift Us Up" by Joe Cocker. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I would do um, "Electric Six Gay Bar." I knew you would. That used to be a staple of mine. But Ash, like, we are going to get Horror Nights wasted, and then we're going to go to Rise and Star, and we're going to do a fantastic rendition of "Home Sweet Home" by Motley Crue. <laughs> Let's do it. We are going to do it. Like, I like, I'm a terrible, terrible, terrible singer. But I spend so much time driving, going to the Lake District, to my mum's, going to Liverpool, to see Ash. I spend all my time doing car karaoke. And all I want to do is do real-life karaoke with a real-life band and feel like I'm in a like a super cool rock band. That's all I want to do. So I really want to go to Rise and Star. I haven't ever really felt the urge to go to any of the other places. Like, I go to Margaritaville and I'll like day drink at Margaritaville. But you've been like actual nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Like fully embracing the yeah. single nightlife. Yeah. It's strange though, because they kind of like, they're quiet when they first open, as you'd kind of expect. And then they get really busy, but they're only busy for like an hour and then everybody seems to go. It's not like, a, you can't really have like a, I've never been there and had a proper night out. I mean, I, I mean, I have, but like, but they've not been particularly busy all through the night. If that makes sense, they just kind of they get busy for an hour and then clear out, and I'm still standing there drunk. I mean, that sounds like half of my nights at horror nights. Yeah, but um, Pat O'Brien's is good. I've had some really good nights in Pat O'Brien's, and um, the groove's all right actually. Um, red coconut's a bit ropey, but yeah, it's, it's all right. Have I you been to them. the Bob Marley one? Because every time I walk past the Bob Marley one, I'm like, I feel like this one could go either way. No, I've I've, I've never done it for, for exactly the same reasons as you. Yeah, I mean, it could be a good time, could be a bad time. Yeah. Could get kidnapped, I don't know. Yeah. 
So I've never been in there. But I do feel like although City Walk has a whole bunch of different options, none of them are particularly enticing. No, they're, they're not really. They're kind of out the way as well. Um, I think they make a lot of money out of corporate things. I've been a f- quite a few times and there's corporate events going on. So I don't know if that's kind of what they're more leaning towards now. I'm not sure. But that's happened to me several times now. Well, I feel like if they were going to do another version of City Walk, I, I don't really feel like I'd go out of my way to go all the way down International Drive to go to this pretend second version of city walk i don't know it has to be like i'd have to see it first to decide but if they were going to have something that was like a cool fun night like have you ever been to tin roof no okay tin roof rusted there's a reference that about two people will get and one of them is on here so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no it's however I really like Tin Roof because I feel like it's got a really fun atmosphere. I think that like it sells freckles, and I love freckles, so I'm down with the freckles. It does good. Sure. <laughs> Why do you hate me? But it also has like live music on almost every night. They do fun. Like last time I was there, they had the Save by the Bell quizzes on, and I was like, yes, this is brilliant. If they were going to have something kind of like that at City Walk, I'd be more inclined to go to something like that. In the Saved by the Bell quiz, did they make reference to that episode where Jesse does I'm So Excited? Ah, it's the best moment in TV history, isn't it? (laughs) I'm so excited! And Ash was really pregnant, so I don't really remember an awful lot of it. And I was just really disappointed because they have a bar next door called Cowgirls. And I always really wanted to go because I felt like it was going to be like Coyote Ugly. And I was so excited. And I was like, Ash, I know that you're pregnant and you're really going to hate me. But I just really feel the urge to go. I got there and they'd been evicted. They had a sign <laughs> on the door saying that nobody could enter or take anything from the premises. And I was like, well, you know, you know, it's uh, a chain. Cowgirls? Coyote Ugly. Oh, Coyote Ugly is? That's what the film was based on. The, the film was based on an actual bar. Where are these Coyote Ugly bars? Uh, there was one in New York. I think you might have closed down. There's, there's a couple over here. There's one in Cardiff. Yeah. I just want to live out my Leanne Rhymes dreams. Like, Cardiff's too far away from me. <laughs> but I really wanted to go to Cowgirls. That's closed down now. But I never got the chance to go to Pleasure Island at Downtown Disney. Because too young. Yeah, but we missed the Adventurers to... Club. That's my big regret. Like, you could have gone and didn't. I never got to go to anything like that because I just wasn't old enough. But if we were going to have something like that, even like Ash, you went. I know this isn't a Disney podcast, and we'll have to get you on to do Disney things. But you went to the Edison, didn't you? I did go to the Edison. Yeah. Would City Walk benefit from something like that? Yes, I think it would, and I think the way they've been going with the restaurants like Toothsome and stuff like that, that is what we're going to see more of. It depends if they just get greedy with money or not, because I know there's been rumours about Cheesecake Factory and stuff going there, and I I don't think it's a good idea, but the Cheesecake Factory at that Mall of Millennia is always mental busy. So if they did want to make a load of money, they could easily just chuck one in there, but I don't think they should. Mm. That place is ridiculous. Every time I've been anywhere near it, it's ridiculous. Hmm... Does anybody remember the Cheesecake Factory in Disney? Was there one? In, yeah. Um, in Disney Quest. That's right. 
Yeah. I've been up top floor in Disney Quest. I went in there to have chicken tenders because that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a cheesecake? No, I just got chicken tenders. I got yeah. cheesecake. Oh, well, Paul, you sure doing it right? Yeah. I, I, I would really like them in CityWalk 2.0 and I don't know how this would work now Disney bought the technology or the company but I think Nick did it but Star Wars The Void in uh, Westfield I really enjoyed it and if they could get some sort of universal Jurassic Park or even licensed Ghostbusters or something like that that would be a draw because I don't know how successful the one at Disney Springs is but I personally loved it even though it's a bit short yeah, well, you don't, like, we, all, we all know that Amanda's quite short, but um, <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Um, yeah, funny enough, I was actually talking about it with somebody today uh, regarding Disneyland Paris. Um, they, someone had kind of made an assumption that they might be planning to put that into um, Disney Studios in Paris, like not necessarily the the one that is there at the moment. Uh, sorry. Not the one that they just had at Westfield, but like you know, the same company to do it because Disney obviously now own the void. Yeah, um, and I was like, to be honest, because they're going to want to pay charge you for it, I can see it going in the village instead. But for sure, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it, it was good. It was just too small for what, how much it cost. I mean, did you? You obviously did it. Do you think it was good value for money, or do you think it was a bit pricey? I didn't mind the value for money. It was okay. I think I think I paid like twenty quid. Is that about right? Uh, it cost me no, it cost me thirty. But I think it depends on it depends on when you went. Yeah, I skived off work and went like eleven o'clock on a Tuesday right, or something. Right. So, yeah. Oh, it's all coming out now. <laughs> skived just didn't turn up. You know what's the difference? Yeah, yeah. I was working from home that day. <laughs> We've all done it. That old chestnut. Okay, so because we don't know an awful lot about these blueprints and stuff, I'm not going to go like too too far into it because we could just talk for hours about potential and pretend that we can read blueprints and blah blah blah. So, I'm going to move on to stuff that I know to be actual real life fact, and that is the news that came from Midsummer Scream in California this weekend. So I really wanted Chris Ripley to be on this episode so that he could kind of add his thoughts into it. But we will go more in depth on it on an episode that Chris is going to be on. But I just wanted to touch on it in this one. So basically at Midsummer Scream, they have all different panels from all different kinds of haunts and productions and blah, blah, blah. So they had a Warner Brothers panel because Warner Brothers have started their own haunt called Horror Media. And we spoke about this on a, on a previous episode. I think it was maybe about three or four episodes ago. Because we learned that they were going to have it and they were going to have Batman, Arkham. And we were like, wow, this sounds really cool. Well, they may have just dashed the dreams of us Halloween Horror Nights fans because during their panel... Not only did they announce a crazy good lineup for the, I want to say it's their, like, and Chris isn't here to back me up on it, but I want to say it's their first real, real year. So last year, I know they had a couple, a couple of houses, but they weren't really that big and well known. This year, they, 
because they own an awful lot of IPs, they're going to have The Exorcist, they're going to have The Conjuring Universe. So I'm imagining that's going to be a mixture of a whole bunch of different Conjuring films. They're going to have It, they're going to have Batman, um, Lost Boys. I don't remember what else they're going to have. What did I say? I tweeted it out earlier. I think that's most of them, isn't it? I think. I think so. But basically they own an awful lot of... Oh, they're going to have um, Nightmare on Camp Crystal Lake, which is going to be Freddy and Jason. Mm-hmm. But because they own an awful lot of these IPs, they've basically said that they're going to make it an awful lot more difficult for other companies to use things that they own because they want to be able to use them themselves now. So that means that we could... And I don't know the ins and outs of licensing, but I'm imagining that means that we're not really going to see things like Freddy and Jason at Halloween Horror Nights anymore. They own the rights to Trick or Treat. Oh, yikes. Like, they literally... I didn't realise how much they actually owned until I researched it earlier today and i was like wow like that that is an awful lot i think this has way more of an impact on horror nights hollywood than it does orlando because i don't know if they might have you know like an eastern and mississippi rule for it but i can't see them wanting to turn down the money that orlando brings in but but i understand that obviously they want to take control back and you know they're going to do their own thing on the west coast yeah the west coast yeah Plus, Orlando does a lot. Aren't they doing more originals this year? So they don't have to worry too much about IPs. Yeah. That's it. But then Hollywood relies very heavily on IPs. I don't think that they've done an original for the last few years. The last original I remember was their Clowns one. But I think that was like two or three years. Yeah. But, like, these guys seriously own so much. Like, Gremlins. Oh, oh. Like, we may never see Gremlins. Oh, don't. And that's really sad. They own Creepshow. We will never see a Creepshow at Halloween Horror Nights, potentially. But then they also, and this is the one that made me feel super sad when I saw it, is that a few years ago, I think it was at maybe 23 or 24, they did a, and I'm going to absolutely butcher the name, but I say La Llorona. It's Mexican. Oh, is it, is it not La Lorna? I don't know. It's, I'm not Mexican. Like that LL is like supposed to be a Y sound in Spanish. Oh. Like on Coco, it sounds Zarona. very different. Yeah. <laughs> say it like Welsh and do the noise with the LL sound. I'm, I can't, can't do Welsh. <laughs> I'm terrible at accents. But anyway, that Mexican house, I really, really loved it. It's one of my all-time favourite houses. And you may or may not have seen a trailer for a new film that's going to come out. They own that. Mm. And I was like, no, please. I just <laughs> want to see this back at Horror Nights one more time. Oh, so yeah. I'm gutted about that. But they also, you know, they they do own things like Friday the 13th, The Exodus, Into the Vampire, Beetlejuice. So everything. Pretty much everything that's good that you like that you'd want to see, they own. I mean, they own some duds like One Missed Call. 
<laughs> that we don't want to see. But they are just basically, because they're doing their own thing now, they're just going to make it harder for other companies to be able to use their stuff. So I was sort of joking before, but maybe not. But So this is Universal's cue to go and buy Warner Brothers then because Disney have bought Fox. So to counter that, they just need to do it and then get all the Halloween properties. They are going to have to. They even own Twilight Zone, the movie. What, like, with Steve Gutenberg in? No, that's Police no. Academy. <laughs> <laughs> or Tower of Terror. Not that one. Okay. As much as everyone doesn't like Tower of Terror movie, I, I do like it. Yeah, but you also like that movie about Sinbad being a genie, the lamp. So. <laughs> no, why every single time? Because <laughs> it's such low hanging fruit. I, like, I don't think about it for a little bit, and then I'm like, God damn Sinbad, why are you lying to everyone? Sin- Sinbad from Brookside? Yes. Yes, that's what makes it even more confusing, is it's Sinbad from Brookside. Yeah. <laughs> Um, moving away from the Mandela effects of Dune. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, it's a good point Ash has made there, because, you know, one thing at the moment, I, I mean, I don't think it's going to have any impact, but could there be any impact when Fox is bought by Disney in regards to the X-Men license? Or, because that deal was just Marvel through and through, it doesn't make any difference regardless to Marvel Superhero Island. But let's just say it did. Let's just pretend for a second that Marvel, uh, sorry, that Universal next year or the year after are going to lose the rights to Marvel Superhero Island. You buy DC, you can then do what the original plan for that island was. I mean, which was I definitely Academy. love. <laughs> no, I love DC. DC. Like, I feel like sometimes I feel like I prefer DC over Marvel. However, what I'm most worried about is Beetlejuice. So if Warner Brothers are making it difficult, how would that affect the licensing of Beetlejuice? Like, I know that Beetlejuice doesn't have as big of a presence in the park as he used to, but he is my favourite walk-around character to meet. Mm, So if it was going to affect anything, I'd really rather it didn't affect Beetlejuice. But I don't know. I, I think that I don't think anyone was prepared to hear that. Well, look, we can take comfort in Disney of sorry, Universal have obviously got a pretty decent relationship with Warner Brothers through the Harry Potter stuff, like Scooby Doo and things like that. So I'm I'm hoping it will be all right. Still, they they obviously get on with them and work well with them. But surely the whole... are you saying that we could still potentially see Spooky Island? Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. I mean, that's why we're best friends. Is that is that from Scooby Doo the movie? Yeah. I, all I remember about that bit is the the Outcast song that went along with it. Um, I love Scooby Doo the movie. In that. Ro, uh, he yes, yes he is. Isn't it? Isn't isn't Rowan Atkinson Scrappy Doo? I mean, not yes. not literally, but. Yeah. Yeah, and by the way, sorry for the seventeen-year-old spoiler alert. Yes, people. spoiler alert. Um, if I'm... you haven't seen Scooby Doo the movie, like I don't know what's wrong with Mike you. Yeah, I actually, I actually think um, they did the best job they could do. I think trying to make Scooby Doo a live-action film is is very hard, and I think they did the best job you probably could have got uh, doing it. I think Matthew Lillard is criminally underrated in that film Such a I good love shaggy. him 
And I saw a video of him the other day, and he was being shaggy to some little girl who was like scared to meet him, and he was he was doing the impression, and I was like, I love him. Yeah, but you know, because he he's gone on to actually become the voice of Shaggy. Oh, really? Yeah, he took over from Casey Kasem. I mean, Casey Kasem hasn't done it for a while now because he got quite old and he's now dead. Um, but Matthew Lillard has been doing it in the cartoons, I think, for about the last 10 years or so, maybe longer. Oh, cool. He just, he just does it so well. Um, but, the th- I mean, this, this is how I kind of see this whole situation. Like, in Orlando, they kind of rule the roost. The Universal rules the roost. I know that you get um, Hello Scream and, and stuff like that at Bush Garden. Is it Hello Scream at Bush Gardens? Yeah. Yeah. And Shamu's Revenge at SeaWorld or whatever they call it. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's SeaWorld Spooktacular. Return of Shamu's Ghost. Uh, sorry, I you. love SeaWorld. Shamu's, Shamu's still alive. Um, one of them. Um, but <laughs> like, over in Hollywood, it, it's pretty much been universal. Um, so I think I think potentially it's it's good. I think it's beneficial um, for them to to have this to have this kind of competition. I don't um, know because they have things like not scary farm. Yeah, but what I'm thinking of as well is because Warner Brothers is over in Hollywood, and because Orlando doesn't have the same attractions that they do have. Uh, you know, in in both both universals, don't have separate Halloween Horror Nights, but quite often will have different things. So, could it be a case that we won't get it at uh, Hollywood for obvious reasons, but they still might license it out to Universal because Universal Orlando isn't a threat to Warner Brothers Hollywood. Yeah, for sure. Do you see what I mean? Like it would it would be very petty. For them to turn around to Universal and say, we're not going to sell you the rights to it for you to use in Orlando because we're using it in Hollywood. Surely it would make more business sense for them to go, alright, you can have it and you can pay this ridiculous license fee to have it. I mean, I don't know because when they released all of these announcements, I literally was looking at flights to LA. Yeah, but, like, like, but a lot I've of never people... been as like I've loved Halloween Horror Nights more than anything. Like I absolutely adore Halloween Horror Nights, and I'd love to go to the Hollywood version. But I've never felt like, well, I'm going to spend an awful lot of money and do like me and Chris talk about it all the time. Like, oh, you know, we'll just get five more and blah blah blah. But nothing, like nothing, ever really pays off with it. But I've never really sat there and thought, no, I really, really, really want to do this now. But I felt like that when I heard Warner Brothers' announcements. Like, I wanted to get a flight there because I wanted to see it. I wanted to see The Conjuring. I wanted to see them do a 4D version of The Exorcist in a pretend church. Because that's what they're doing. And they're doing a Lost Boys arcade. Like, it sounds friggin' cool, and I would want to go to that. And maybe I'm just crazy, I don't know. But I feel like other people would make that trip to go and see this. I don't think that many people would do. You've got to remember well, that a lot of people... you and Craig went to Orlando for a weekend to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Don't talk about, <laughs> don't talk about <laughs> like, that nonsense, right? That's the same kind of thing, I'm just no, saying. No, it is, it is. But I think what you get with um, Halloween Horror Nights 
is, especially because of the price of the passes, you get an awful lot of locals. Now, let's just say, for argument's sake, our Luke, right? I, I, I don't know how much pass costs. So let's just say that pass loot costs you $500. Do not like quote me on that. I know that's not the case. I'm just saying, just hypothetically, you pay $500 for you to go and get an Orlando um, Halloween Horror Nights ticket to last year's season, right? If you've got that ticket, you are going to make the most of it. You are not going to go, oh, Hollywood looks interesting. I'm going to spend $200 on flights plus another couple of hundred dollars on hotel, plus another hundred or so to get into the Warner Brothers holly, like, you know, haunted thing, whatever they're going to call it. So the thing is, I don't think that many people would actually do it. I don't think there's that competition that you think. I th- there will be a small number, Amanda. I'm not saying it, no one will do it. There is a small number that probably would do it. And especially that want to see it that badly would probably go and do it. But I just don't think there's enough of a threat there at all. That's well, my opinion. I, I've been wrong once. My wife is listening. My wife. My wife. Oh, glad someone knows who I am. <laughs> um, I mean, the other thing as well with this is, and I've seen a few people say this. You can have the best IPs, but that doesn't mean you've got the best event. So I agree with that. Having all these things, having the Lost Boys, having uh, Police Academy, having it is Police Academy one should be, um, but no, but having all of these IPs is wonderful, and you know Universal Creative would do a bloody good job with them because it's what they've done for a long old time. But this is the new kid on the block. And last year, what I heard about last year and what they did with it wasn't that impressive. It seemed to be, we we can do it, so let's do it. Well, Ash, you were there last year. Did you get the chance to go in the It Maze or not? No, I, I drove past it. I saw it on the TV and I was like, oh, that'd be cool. And then when I went down into Hollywood, I drove past it and I was like, oh, there it is. But the queue was ridiculous. And I was like, I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it because I thought it might be a bit pony, so... I mean, I don't know what your southern lingo is with pony, but I'm going to say oh, that means poo. Yeah, crap. It means horse and trap. <laughs> Cotton rhyme slang. Yeah. Okay. I like Ash already. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that you two would get along. <laughs> okay, so we don't know what's going to go on with Warner Brothers. I can only imagine not so great things for Hollywood. However, all the things came out of midsummer scream for the halloween horror nights panel so usually the last few years john murdy and chris don't remember his last name it'll come to me eventually no i mean i wish it was chris because then maybe i would have got an invite to go but chris who works alongside john murdy at hollywood they do their own little panel at midsummer scream and this year they invited mike aiello to join the panel to talk a little bit about Orlando's event. I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I've seen about 45 minutes of it and it was about an hour and a half ish long panel. So we thought that we might get a joint announcement during the panel. We didn't. However, we did get. I know. I was gutted. I was like, surely you could announce Blumhouse. 
or something. Yeah. Or poltergeist, because we know that Hollywood's building the poltergeist house because we've seen it. Oh. I know. But we didn't get any announcements. We did get some pictures, however, of the facade of Trick or Treat. And it looks gorgeous. So the facade is going to be Mr. Krieg's house. Which I thought was interesting. I don't really know what I expected the facade to be. I don't know whether I thought it was going to be a giant pumpkin. What happened to the barn thing that they were talking about? Did we, do we know any more about that? The barn? Yeah, wasn't this, what I thought Trick or Treat was supposed to be in a barn and we were trying to figure out how that was going to work in the, in the area it was going to be, if it was going to have a cover on it. or Do you remember or am I gone, have I gone mad? I was, part of me feels like you've gone mad because I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe. Okay, just move on then. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea, honestly. <laughs> but I don't know what I expected. But it's 100% Mr. Craig's house anyway. And we also had pictures of wolf puppets for the party scene where we have Little Red Riding Hood and then everyone turns into werewolves. And they look very an American werewolf in London. So I was happy. Has anyone else seen the pictures? Luke, I know you did because you retweeted it. Yeah, yeah, those things look... Because American Werewolf got me good. Those puppets scared the crap out of me. So, so is it and that's, like puppets, then? Just redone? I don't know if it's... Like, they look kind of... Similar. Similar, yeah. but not like... Like, I feel as though they've saved those puppets. Mm-hmm. Because even though they've had it twice, I feel like... Mike Arlo loves an American Werewolf in London so much that he'll always dream of bringing it back. So I feel like those puppets are safely stored and they've just made a very similar kind of puppet. But I'm glad yeah. that we're going to have them in puppet form. I think it'll work really, really well. We also saw some pictures of kind of... Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know how how to say it. Like, kind of concept art of the quarry scene which again I'm excited because since Trick or Treat was announced as a house all I've said all along was I don't care about anything else in the house as long as we get a really cool quarry scene and this concept was basically just the school bus hanging from the quarry but it looked super cool and it gave me hope that we're going to get a really cool scene it was hanging I mean, it looked like it was hanging from the picture. That's freaking awesome. But I mean, it was a it was a two D picture, so it wasn't really hanging from anything. It just looked that way. Um, but it looked really, really cool, and I feel like that would be a really interesting part of the house. So that made me super excited. We also learned that Hollywood are going to get a trick or treat house and a scare zone. Mm. I thought that was cool. However, I said that to somebody like, "Oh, that's really awesome! I wish that we had that." And they were like, "No, yeah, that won't be good because <laughs> one of them is going to suffer." And I was like, "I don't think so." And they're like, "You are wrong." <laughs> I was like, "Okay," <laughs> but I think it would be cool like, if you had something similar to our trick or treat maze—not maze, scare zone last year, where it was like the street. If you did that, but kind of, um, like I know that we had like a lot of characters in there, but if we kind of took 
a couple of them away and just had it as like a teaser to the house. And then that led up to Krieg's house and he was on the lawn saying, get off my lawn. I think that would be cool. It's bound to be better than the alien weird scares we had at Orlando last year. Invasion. I hate it. Ash, stop. I loved Invasion. <laughs> are you trying to make us not friends? No. <laughs> I feel like you are. <laughs> I loved it. Like I feel like whenever Universal makes something that looks really friggin' cool, like the UFO, I'm just like, okay, what else are you going to put in there? Because it was really well lit. There was fog everywhere. It was a really cool piece. I thought the aliens were super cool. I know that I was in a terrible area. And I feel like scare zones, as much as I, I said on the last episode, like, oh, I can't believe we're not going to scare zone in that area. I feel like scare zones do suffer there because it's such a tight space. Yeah. But I thought it was really cool. I like camp aliens. <laughs> so I feel like. I personally feel that a trick-or-treat scare zone and a house would be cool. Other people might not agree with me, but I'm a little bit jealous. We also saw some pictures from Stranger Things. And we learned that the Demogorgon is going to be a mixture of puppets and live actors. Cool. I think that's going to be super cool. That is, I, I actually just thought when you said that, remember, I think when ho- Hollywood did Alien vs. Predator, the giant one? Mm-hmm. Like the giant alien, do you think that, I f- like, I feel like it'd be something like that for a giant Demogorgon, right? That'd be that would cool. be amazing. Because whenever I'm watching Stranger Things, I think I am probably about the same size as these kids. <laughs> and that Demogorgon is gigantic compared to them. So all that I want to see is a huge Demogorgon. Yes, and so I think we're going to get a giant get... puppet or like a giant man. Or woman. Oh. Women can judge too. <laughs> I can judge. <laughs> I'm non-exclusive. <laughs> I think it would work really, really well. We also learned that we're going to see a two-story Hawkins lab. Two-story? What? Two-story. And if Chris was here, he would back me up about other houses that have been two-story before because I know that there's been some of them that have had two-story things. In a ghost town. Hello. I feel like yes to ghost town. Where was Chris there? I was waiting for the third hello. But others, and I just Chris would tell me, and I just don't remember the top of my head. I've only been to one of her Halloween Horror Nights a long time ago. Sweet 16. Sweet 16. Because it was the best one. It was so good. You're coming back this year, though, right? Yeah, I I went, I was was there in September, and I'm I'm coming again this year, so yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get Horror Nights wasted. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> you're not Luke because you're underage uh, I'm going to get chocolate wasted <laughs> Jack Daniel's sauce wasted for Luke yeah. yes. <laughs> no pussy my guide is for that too okay so Nick I'm here you still with... oh, okay you're still with <laughs> what have you, have you kept up with any of the Midsummer Scream stuff no not, not really I've, I've... I unfortunately had other things to to focus on, but um, 
you know, I, I saw a lot of the things that come out. I did see the puppet. Uh, sorry, I did see like the mask for um, the killer clowns, for example, and I saw some of the facades that you yes. were just talking about. So, um, yeah, I'm not, not as much as I would have necessarily liked to, but it does seem like it's a, an interesting event. And is this something they do every year? I don't, I don't think I've come across it before. But is you know, is this a new Midsummer. thing? Midsummer. Midsummer Scream's been going for quite a few years and Hollywood are usually at that event mm-hmm. year on year but this was Orlando's first time being represented at their event we don't have anything like this is like I I love the idea of going to horror conventions like this and like Monster Palooza I think looks amazing Texas Frightmare I think looks amazing but I don't think there's quite anything that's on the same scale as Midsummer Scream and there's nothing like that around Orlando, and I feel like that's a it's sad. Like I know that they have Spooky Empire, but it's not on the same kind of scale. Has Mike Iello come over here yet to do his little press thing? Oh yeah, has... did you not? Did you not hear his uh, interview on BBC Radio Leeds? <laughs> that is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm being serious. BBC Radio Leeds. Yeah, and I believe as well. Sorry, I just took a swig of Cherry Pepsi Max, the, the drink of champions. Um, <laughs> I, was he not interviewed by a uh, cruising magazine as well? What, a gay cruise? Yeah. No, no, the other type of cruise. <laughs> the one the on the ocean. The type of cruise. Yeah. I mean, don't, <laughs> look, don't has... be wrong. Don't be wrong. Ne- you know, they, they're probably both as appropriate <laughs> to Halloween Horror Nights <laughs> as each other. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't think yeah. either of them really falls into the audience you'd normally get yeah. at Halloween Horror Nights. No, yeah. but he has been here. He's here for a few days, and then he flew pretty much straight to go to Midsummer Scream. Not, not by the way, you know, not that we are on this podcast jealous at all that Mike could even find the time to sit down for five minutes with us to, to talk. I even took the week off work to see him. But, you know, you know, BBC Radio Leeds, I mean, they're, they're bigger fish. So You're so bitter. Not now I've had my cherry Pepsi Max. It's so weird. okay but yeah we thought we were going to get an announcement we didn't we did get an announcement a few days before though and that was for carnival graveyard which is an original house and we spoke about this on maybe two episodes ago i feel like yeah i feel like about two episodes ago and we did the um speculation map overview and me and Chris were kind of in agreement that we thought this could potentially be Jack's backstory house. It's not. We were wrong. Oh, well. I mean, I feel like they're, they're missing a trick, honestly. I feel like this could have been something fantastic and could have been a kind of build-up to Jack's return. But hey, I don't work for Halloween Horror Nights. I don't make the rules. So this is actually going to be a kind of abandoned kind of I don't even what what would you call it like I I know that like graveyard is a good term for it but what else could you call it derelict derelict like kind of, like where they go to store all of the crap that they're not oh, using right, anymore. Okay. Right. Oh right okay oh a junkyard yeah yeah Okay, a junkyard. 
a junkyard type of thing. So it's basically where they go and store all of the the carnival attractions that they're they're not using anymore, basically from abandoned carnival. So like Ferris wheels and and crap. But it's like carnies, and I think they're going to have dog puppets in this too. I think this is going to be a puppet heavy year. Oh crap! Puppets scare me. Why would they do that? I mean, I feel like <laughs> I took one for the team last year with Scarecrows, so it's your turn. Oh, God, that big puppet they had at that house got yeah. me. Like, I got a double, like Scarecrows and a freaking giant <laughs> puppet, so this time you can be scared. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it's going to be like Connie's, and they've made the old carnival rides into like death traps. Ooh. Cool. And there's going to be a tunnel of love, but it's not Ooh, going to be nice. Of death. Tunnel of death. <laughs> we don't know an awful lot about this one. They released a video, but it's basically just showing rubbish old carnival rides and spikes and dogs. Do we think this is going to be a soundstage one or a tent one? I believe that this is a soundstage. It, it sounds like it should be. Like when, like when we were doing the overview map of it, I was like, didn't really give it much thought. I was like, okay, this is going to be Jack, and that's all that I care about. But then when the announcement came out, I was like, actually, like I know where this is in the map, and it's where Dead Waters and Fallen were. Okay, so round the back of what was Twister. Yeah, but then I was like, if they're gonna do like a carnival type of thing or like you know surely it should be in a tent and they should do a carnival type tent but then when I read that it was going to be just like the stuff from a carnival I was like okay yeah actually soundstage would be okay Yeah. but then I think I don't remember there's Patrick I think it was Patrick Braylard maybe it might have been I think it was Charles Gray is either Charles Gray or Patrick Braylard tweeted out this is going to be something like we've never seen before and that he Mm. wants to tell us more but he doesn't feel like he can tell us more right now but that they've put an awful lot of work into this one in the characters in the facades in the props so i'm feeling like this one even though it's not gonna be what i thought it was gonna be i do feel like we'll still see maybe an element of jack in there like even we see jack's box or we see something to do with Jack hidden, like a little Easter egg somewhere. I feel like this one could be the hidden gem. Yeah. I'm really excited for this one. I just think what I can imagine it looking like, you know, like the whole sort of um, production design of it could be really cool. I agree. And I feel like we, I don't know whether it was 2007, I think it was 2007, where we had the big Ferris wheel. Oh, in the front. Mm-hmm. I feel like if they could, if they still have that, they could reuse it. Could you go on it? I don't think that you could. Oh. Which is a shame. I don't know. I don't think I tried to. But if they could reuse that and put that inside there, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. I think this is going to be a good house. Like, I do still feel like Slaughter Cinema is going to be my number one. Ooh, Yeah. But this is a close second. Did you see the cars they had parked out that on it, that photo? I did. Oh my god. Looks so good. 
And one of those cars, I believe, is from Ash's favorite Thanks. invasion. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think that this year really is shaping up to be a really, really good year. I'm really excited about it. I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, we didn't have an icon again. But we didn't have an icon for a long time. So I'm not bothered about an icon. Mm-hmm. So not bothered about that really. I think yeah. it's going to be a strong year. I'm glad that we're having so many originals. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I do like the like- house. Yeah, I feel like this year, is, I, it's going to be strong for sure. I feel like it's going to be a little more reminiscent of, like, older Halloween Horror Nights. For sure. I definitely agree. But I feel like we're, you know, we're cutting it a bit short with announcements now. Oh, yeah. What, like two months away? Not even? Not even. I think I might well, have a little... First of August, what, day after tomorrow, so... Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. There's 45 days until the event starts. Oh my god. And we still have five houses. Dang. Do you think they're going to do like a a group announcement like they usually do? Or. I think they're going to have to. Well, yeah. Like usually they'd announce all of the originals kind of in one lump. Mm -hmm. And they've been spreading those out. So maybe they're going to have to do like two together. I don't think they'll do the IPs in a lump. But, I mean, I don't know. Because people need to book to go. Like, uh, not everybody's like us where they'll just go every year anyway. Some people want to see what's going to be there first before mm-hmm. they'll book it. I know a lot of people will be drawn by Stranger Things and Trick or Treat. But, you know, like, so, like some people that I've spoken to have been like, well, I really want to see Halloween. So I only want to go if they're going to do Halloween. And I'm like, well. I mean, it's like it's it's gonna be there, <laughs> but it's not official. I'm like, well, I'm not banking on that until there's an official announcement. So I feel like they're cutting it a little bit short now. But I also feel like we're gonna see two lots of Halloween this year. Strangely, like because on the speculation map we have Halloween in the Shrek building, and then me and Chris spoke a few episodes ago about it being and on the last one too about it potentially being Halloween 4 Chris said it's going to be Halloween 4 what? I know I feel as though we're also going to see a little bit in the Blumhouse house oh yeah I would feel like if they did do that they would do a Halloween 4 house and then bits and pieces in the Blumhouse house yeah even though it's like the last little bit of the house and they just say like hey this is what's happening in the new Halloween film. Yeah. Like, like what they were doing with Insidious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that. Oh, my God. Yay. Brain <laughs> twins. <laughs> okay. Anything that anybody else wants to add about Halloween Horror Nights? I'm a little bummed not to be going. I was going to oh. say, Mr. Day, I oh. wonder how you, you felt about it this year. Yeah, it looks good. Well, I mean, the ones that we've seen so far look really good. I mean, there's still, still time to climb. Uh, yeah, there is. Next year. <laughs> yeah, next no. year. I'm going. <laughs> no. This year. All books for next year. Universal Dog Dark Meetup 2K18. What's what's happening with um where Bill and Ted was then? Are they are they going to put nothing in there? Is there going to be a show in there? Do we have any idea what they're doing with that? Police area? Academy Sunshine. I no, think no. I, it's honest, Academy Villains. I, honestly, well, I will say just say this now as we wrap up this episode. I have not been sponsored by anybody. 
for the amount of times I can fit in police academy into this podcast. <laughs> I'm just incredibly silly tonight, and that tickles me. Um, is it? Yeah, it's an academy of villains. Yeah, so it's yeah. like ninety percent certain that they're going in there, which. Again, I feel like it's a shame because I like dancing around when I'm watching Academy of Villains. And I like being able to go in and out of it mm-hmm. and kind of catch performances midway. Whereas if it's in the Bill and Ted Stadium, I feel like you have to make a conscious effort to queue up, to go in, to get seated, spend 20 minutes faffing around and then the show to start. And then you're dedicating almost an hour of your time to it. Yeah, I would definitely see it a lot less because like you said... Going every night, I would just walk past it and just watch it. But I probably went to Bill and Ted about like five times in total, because I mean I don't really that huge line waiting in that. It's hot in there, you know. I'd rather go do a house. I agree. Like I love Bill and Ted, and I'm very very sad that they're gone. Yeah. Like very very sad that they're gone, but I don't feel I feel that Academy of Villains deserve. A weatherproof stage yeah and a place where they can perform no matter what and they can do the full show which we've still never seen because every is time it... they've been impacted by a hurricane <sighs> is it weatherproof though well i mean it's more weatherproof than being outside mm-hmm. it is outside isn't it like it's not no. completely covered is it i mean it's not completely covered but even if it's raining they still they still like the seating's covered yeah and the stage is covered right like, rain could still get you from the sides if you sat on the end. What kind of rain are you looking at? I mean, sideways <laughs> rain. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Florida rain that gets you from every angle. Yeah. But as much as I feel like they deserve that, I just feel like it's not the right kind of vibe for Academy of Villains. But again, I'm not Halloween or night. I don't make the rules. They do what they want to do. But the yeah. rumoured second show. I, I always thought you were Halloween Horror Nights, and now oh, you're telling me you're not Halloween Horror Nights? I can't tell people that secret on the podcast, Nick. All oh, right, sorry. Oh. My, my bad. My bad. Like, I don't want to have to get my birth certificate out to prove that my name's Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> Jesus. That's why you go, that's why you go for Boston. Yeah, it's sure. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's going to be a rumoured second show. I don't know what that's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be the Lagoon show. I don't know whether they're going to utilise Chucky. Yeah, Mr. D, did you hear that? Mm. They're going to have the Goon show there. <laughs> well, that's a blast from the past. I'm no. younger than what you're talking about. <laughs> that old excuse. Followed by a goodie scare zone. Oh, don't. Can you imagine um, Kitty Kong? Bill. Is that Bill Oddie? Yeah. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor and Graham Garden, oh, no. wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah. Stop showing your age. Goodies, goody, goody, yum, yum. If you've never seen Kit and Kong, you're missing out. Glorious <laughs> episode of TV. Um, sorry, Amanda. Anyway. Oh, I'm really sorry. So, <laughs> my I can show, we don't know yet. It's rumoured. Then they kind of took the out of shows on the site for a little bit. So, we don't know. I'm hopeful it'll be a second show. But um, I guess they're leaving it late to tell us. So, on that note, Luke filmed Cinematic Celebration and he also filmed During the Day. Heck yeah. So, everyone needs to go into that because it was a really fun episode. You've also just done an- another video. 
Yeah, I've been posting every Sunday, so that's kind of like the schedule I'm trying to keep it on. Sunday schedule, I like Yeah, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, Ash, is there anything that you want to get off your chest on this podcast before we wrap up? No, I think I'm good. Okay, okay. Nick? Yeah, um, I keep hearing this rumour that police are getting... Sorry, no. <laughs> no more Police Academy. <laughs> oh, well, there's your show title. <laughs> yeah. Paulie D, anything? Uh, no, I'm good, thanks. Just gone off to be depressed about not going to Halloween Horror Nights for oh, a just year and a bit. YOLO. Yeah. Swim, swim it. <laughs> just do it, you can hang out with me and Luke and Ash. After I watch that movie, Meg, I won't be swimming in the sea. Oh, yeah. I Everly. cannot wait for Meg. It's, it's Meg, Meg's Warner Brothers, isn't it? Meg. I'm sure it Meg, is. Yeah. Oh, so and that means that we're never going to see Meg either. Yeah, but you know what that oh. could mean? That if they expand that Warner Brothers section in Hollywood, they could build, like, a Meg attraction that's like Jaws. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, yeah. I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Okay, Amanda. Nothing is going to replace my jaws. Yeah. Right, did you, did you say you, you don't know what the, the Meg is? You've not heard no, of the Meg. I, no, I know what the Meg is. This is the Jason Statham, like what, like what was the LL Cool J Shark film? It reminds me of that. Uh, Police Academy A, Revenge <laughs> of the Shark. <laughs> Police <laughs> Academy Deep Blue Sea or something. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. Oh, I liked Deep Blue Sea. Behave, Amanda. I did. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, there was something. There was something quaint about Deep Blue Sea, but I mean, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I'm sure it is proper dated. You may be right. I mean, probably, but I felt like that about Ghost Ship. And then I was, I don't remember what I was watching on YouTube the other day, but it was like all these like weird parts from films and the beginning scene from Ghost Ship was on it. And I was like, oh my God, that, I remember that, how mental that is. I'm watching this now. That that beginning sequence in Ghost Ship is the stuff of nightmares. Really is. It is. It is. But I loved it. Yeah. It's yeah. cool and weird. Yeah. Okay, so Speaking on that note... Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's been cool and weird. We're going to be back next week with another episode. We'll also be back with another episode of Disaster Dark. I think that we're doing the question episodes. Am I right? Uh, yeah, I think we've just about got questions now. Although, if anyone wants to add any, please do because we haven't recorded them yet. As as at the time of this recording, so um, we we ask for questions from our listeners, and it's going to be a little bit like the TV show. Uh, Star Screen? No, what was it called? Oh, that's a Transformer, Nick. Yeah, no, what was <laughs> Mr. D, what, Star Test? Was it called Star Test? Star Test? Yeah, it was like a Channel 4 thing, and it was celebrities and they'd, they'd have to answer questions by a computer. Wow. You've made this up. No, I haven't, honestly. <laughs> and there really is a thing called Police Academy. No, honestly, this is... <laughs> this, yeah. this is... This was Not Test the Nation. No, 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 no. I'm talking like this is like 80s. Okay. And it I was... wasn't born. Shut up, Amanda. I'm just putting that out yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know. We know. All right, we get it. I you was. and Luke. You and Luke. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's, it was like a celebrity thing. It was like um, they used to sit in like a chair and there'd be a computer that would talk to them and ask them questions about themselves. But that was it. In, in a mm. way, it was a little bit like Snog Mario Void. 
But I mean, I love Snug Mario Voyage. Yeah, so think about when they, they're talking to the computer. It was like that, but instead of them talking about their fashion sense, it was them talking about um, their, their, you know, actual just like everyday bits and pieces. So, but... Uh, it's going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, you know what? I'd, I'd lost exactly what I was talking about, but now I remember. So yeah, so basically we got questions... And either one of us will be asking each other the questions, or we will just have the questions, and we'll just be talking to ourselves, answering the questions. But um, we just thought that'd be quite fun to do for the summer. When we've said it out loud now, it sounds completely ridiculous, but I- I'm sure it'll be good. If you, if anyone's listened, if they haven't listened to the latest ego that Craig has put out, right now, some people may have listened to ego before. It's it's quite racy compared to what we do elsewhere. Sometimes it's it can be a racy. bit much. Sometimes you've been on it, man. It wasn't that racy then, but only because I was on it and oh, I stopped it. Whatever. <laughs> but but this last episode, Craig had asked all of us to contribute that were in the group at the time, um, in a, in the little chat group thing, um, three songs, um, and and with some significant mean no two songs with some significant meaning like a story behind them about why those songs you know bring back an emotion or a memory or something like that and it was just uh, a few of us talking about it. i think it was like four of us and it is brilliant we all recorded them individually so no one heard what the other one was talking about so each one's slightly different and each one has a different kind of story behind it and it works so well and i don't i don't even think anyone swears on it um, full stop. So it's very clean, but it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a beautiful episode. It's only about twenty-five minutes long, maybe half an hour long. It's not particularly long, but I urge anyone that's never listened to Ego before to listen to that episode. And even if you have and thought that's a bit much for me, this episode is it, it, not like that at all. It's quite touching. Um, just, just just a nice half hour so I, I honestly recommend that episode okay also if you really have enjoyed Ash on this episode I'm going to try to convince him to come back for a Diz After Dark episode because you had a really cool experience on your last trip right yeah I don't know what well that about. I was going to say that really sucks well, so well I mean I don't know what you're talking about not the last trip. You mean the trip before, so my September trip. Yeah, like, I don't yes. want to spoil yes. it, yes. but you no. had a cool time. Yeah, yes, I did. So I want Ash to come on to talk all about that. And I think everyone will really enjoy it. So mm, you'll definitely how, enjoy Depends how you feel about this episode first. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves Universal After Dark. Mm, I can think of about four people at the moment. <laughs> I mean, those four people but will they're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not listening to this episode. Everybody anymore, minus so. four people is still a big number. <laughs> exactly. That's true. So, try to get Ash to come on, to come on Saturday. If you have me back, I'd love to come back. Oh, well, I, no, you said it You said it publicly. We all You're heard that. <laughs> so... We'll, we'll be back with a question episode. We're back with an Ash episode. We were back with Universal After Dark, but hopefully more Halloween Horror Nights announcements and maybe some more New Park news. So we will see you guys in the next one. Thank you so much for listening. We super appreciate you and we super appreciate Ash, our super special guest, for coming on. Thank you, Ash. Welcome. Thank you, Ash. 
Thanks, Ash. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks, Ash. Ta-ta. Uh, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> oh, P-dubs. Oh, what, what? Hello there, dear listener. Now, have you ever listened to a podcast and thought, oh, I'd really like to support those guys, but I just don't know how to do it? <laughs> well, then you're in luck. There are now two ways for you to be able to support us. The first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash After Dark Network. Here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do. The other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark. Any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on Patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the After Dark Network. On behalf of the other After Dark Podcast Network hosts, we thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.